0: The Oklahoma City Thunder played a sloppy, sloppy, sloppy game in Minnesota, eventually falling to the Timberwolves by eight points. SGA struggles out of the gate, but gets it going a bit in the third quarter. Josh Giddy continues his offensive hot streak, and Aaron Wiggins continues to be a nice surprise in the Thunder rotation. All of this and more coming up. On today's Locked On Thunder, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day.
1: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod. Email the show, LO Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into the Thunder losing to the Timberwolves 98 to 90. Josh Giddy puts up, puts up another double double. SGA Saves it to the third to get going in the Thunder Struggle Beyond the Arc. So much uh, happens And this one today's show, brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is incredible. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or get your uh, phone out and go to the App Store and download Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy sports mode made easy with Prize Picks. So we start the way we always do with our game overview. And in this one, uh, of course, you are still missing your head coach, Mark Degnot was out in protocols, Dave Bliss, your top assistant, was out in protocols, and Isaiah Roby was out in protocols. So all things considered, it's still good for the Thunder to get kind of on the right side of things. Only three uh, people in protocols from the team, uh, two of them being on the coaching staff. But Derek Favors did miss this game with a back injury. Lou Dort missed this game with a knee injury. And of course, Vic Critchie is out still on G League assignment. That means that JRE, Trey Darius Baisley, all return from being out from health and safety protocols. And Gabrielle Deck was cut yesterday as well, so you can go and listen to yesterday's podcast all about that scenario, but obviously being waived, he was not active for this game with an open roster spot available. The Thunder start out with SGA, Josh Giddey, Aaron Wiggins, Poku, and JRE. Of course, SGA coming back from that one-game absence uh, that had him out with the COVID protocols on Sunday. For the Timberwolves, they start out with Patrick Beverly, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Jared Vanderbilt, and Carl Anthony Towns. The Thunder lost this game from the opening tip-off. They looked awful. They looked sloppy. Uh, they looked disinterested. They were on pace at one point for 40 turnovers after that first quarter. They were down 30-10 to 10 at the end of the first quarter. They got down by as many as 21 points, and they just looked lost. They couldn't buy a bucket. They missed easy shots. Both teams missed easy shots in that first half. But what killed the Thunder was those turnovers. It was not blowing layups over and over again the way that we saw. Uh, Pokemon missed one, Kenny Hustle missed one, a few other missed layups as well that typically would go down for the Thunder. But you can't win very many games whenever you turn the ball over at the clip the Thunder did in the first quarter. And eventually the turnovers kind of evened out. The Thunder turned it over 17 times and the T-Wolves turned over 16 times. So it's only a one turnover difference. But still, that is a high, high, high turnover game. But after going down 30 to 10, the Thunder won the second and third frames before losing the fourth quarter and losing the game. You have to give credit to this team for their unique ability to snap and clear on a bad start, or as Mark would say, get back to zero and zero. Uh, That is a tool that is one of those intangibles. You can't truly teach that tool. You can try to preach it, but you can't really teach it. And when you factor in that, you know, the, the majority of these rotational pieces are players you want to build around for the future players who you want to be in Oklahoma city long-term. And those are the players making these bulk minutes and playing in these games and making these decisions. When you factor all that in. It's good to see this team have that unique ability to get down 30 to 10 and keep coming back and keep fighting and getting it within a possession, within two possessions uh, and, and being right in the mix at the end of this game. Because a lot of teams will just roll over in that spot and, this is not a finished product. It's easier to do this whenever you're young, whenever you're a young team that uh, maybe not, doesn't know any better or doesn't want to punt on any, any given game. Uh, it's easier, of course, but these are traits that good teams need to have and that have willed this team to be able to have the most 15-plus point comebacks in the entire NBA, being able to forget a bad play, having that short-term memory. And that, and that speaks to the progression of these players. You know, whenever SGA, for example – is trying out these step-back threes, and he goes one for six. He has a short-term memory. The next night, he's still going to shoot threes. He's still going to try to get into his step-back and get into the shot he wants and still try to progress on that. If he let that one for six linger and knock his confidence you know, down and stop shooting, well, then he'd never progress on that step-back, and that is an asset of his game that would then never develop. But now, with the way he's doing it currently, uh, he is able to expand upon that step-back, which, of course, expands upon the Thunder offense. It creates more space for him, it creates more space for others, and it gives the Thunder a bucket getter as they desperately need somebody who can create their own shot and can make their own shot uh, while having guys like Josh Kitty who are elite at setting up players. So uh, I I think that you got to give credit to the team for having that unique ability to uh, forget about a terrible, terrible, terrible first uh, quarter. The Thunder did not shoot sub 40% again until the fourth quarter when they shot 38%. The Thunder again only had one more turnover than the than the Wolves, but had seventeen turnovers. They were out rebounded uh, sixty two to fifty eight. The Thunder shots thirty six percent from the floor, twenty five percent from three, and eighty three percent from the line. The Thunder won points in the paint forty eight to I should say forty six to forty two. The Thunder lost second chance points twenty two to twenty one. The Thunder won fast break points nineteen to nine. I like the Thunder pushing the pace a bit more, especially in those minutes that was only giddy on the floor. They pushed the pace a lot. The Thunder had five players in double figures, one more with nine points. The Wolves had five in double figures. Uh, Minnesota shot 27% from deep, 40% from the floor. Uh, Got to give credit to Mike Wilkes for his leadership in this game to turn it around. The Thunder fall to 13 and 24. They are three games back of Houston for the worst record in the Western Conference and only two games back, though, of the play-in entering Friday's game against Minnesota. So that's where things to sit right now. This Uh, evolution of this play-in game is going to make things interesting in the sense of arguments and debates and what this team should do and shouldn't do Uh, in general across the NBA. You're seeing right now with Portland, with San Antonio, uh, with teams like that. Folks, it's going to be really hard for any team in NBA history to get buried with a play-in, right? Sure, the Magic are buried, the Pistons are buried, uh, you know, the Rockets are buried right now, but everybody else you're going to have a shot. You're going to be able to talk yourself into making the play-in. Everybody else, you're going to be able to say, hey, we're only X amount of games back and have it be an obtainable number. For the rest of time, as long as they keep this play-in format, at most, you're going to have three teams that are just out of it and have no shot. That's the entire point of the play-in. The entire point of the play-in is to make these games matter more. So at the end of the day, you can keep referring to the games back column of the play-in and freaking out about the status of the tank, or just realize it's not the goal of the organization to get to the playoffs. They do not want to give up their first overall – they don't want to give up their first-round pick, which if they make the playoffs, they do. So you don't even want to risk that by going to the play-in and risk getting into the playoffs and risk losing that draft pick. Number two, this team is tanking, and they've done everything except say the word tank because if they say the word tank, they're going to get fined and, uh, of course, in trouble with the NBA. So you don't want to do that either. But they've made, if you've listened to anything Sam Preston or his organization have said, they've said everything but the word tank to describe this team. And again, understanding where this team's at and watching this team play, this is not a play in team. It's not a playoff team, even though they're close in the games back margin. Uh, they're a fun team. They're a spunky team. Uh, they're a team that has some players that you really look forward to seeing how they develop in their career and you really want to have to start your rebuild, like Lou Dort, like SGA like Josh Giddey, like Wiggins, like Mann, like JRE, even Poku, right? But at the end of the day, you don't want to overcorrect, right? You don't want to uh, go so far on the other side of like, oh, well, they're actually really good. No, they can be good and they can be fun and scrappy without being a playing team. They're not a playing team. Uh, They're going to kind of continue to slide a little bit here, especially on nights where SGA just does not get it going. We're going to lead off the show uh, talking about SGA and his game tonight. But first... I'm going to say you about a good friends over at price picks folks. Price picks is incredible. Thunder fans. You've been hearing the past few months about me telling you about price picks, but have you signed up yet? Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you're going to love this app for NBA and mixed sport entries with pick them contests as well. Uh, folks. It makes watching sports so much more enjoyable whenever you're scrolling on Price Picks and picking out NBA fantasy prop bets every single day on their market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offer all of the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes. Price Picks offers any group you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, three-pointers made, etc. All of my users that deposit and use my promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match guarantee. Up to a hundred dollars. Just be sure to use the promo code NBA. That's the promo code NBA at PrizePicks.com. Uh, you pick two to five players, at the over/under on under the projections, and you can win ten times on your entry. It's you versus the projected numbers, and that is all. Prize picks allows you to have mixed sport entries. You can take the over on Embiid, come out with the under on Rogers uh, in the same entry. It's that interesting where you can mix and match Joel Embiid and Aaron Rodgers, or SGA and Patrick Mahomes, or Whoever you are in the market for, you can do that using the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to PricePix.com today and use the promo code NBA or go to the App Store and download the app. So again, that's PricePix.com and the promo code is NBA. So go right now and download the app or go to the website PricePix.com. PricePix is daily fantasy sports made easy. If you're not playing price picks, you honestly do not know what you're missing.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Well, cha-ching. You know I love that sound. That's the sound of another Shopify sale. That makes me smile. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses, so upstarts Startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibilities. Believe me, this podcast started out selling uh, incredible uh, tidbits and interesting news and notes, and today we're selling much more, folks. And uh, we're not stopping there because success is a million milestones on forever evolving path. I love Shopify it has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street or across the globe. So like my podcast here, I succeeded in ways far beyond we could ever imagine Shopify can do that for you. Shopify powers means of businesses from the first sale to the full scale, first sale to full scale. It reaches customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting on your conversion rates, uh, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is possibility that's powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash locked all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and gain access to Shopify's entire suite of features. So go right now and grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash locked right now. Shopify.com slash locked right now and grow your business with our good friends over at Shopify. We are back on Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams. Every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. That's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L O pod. And thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking thunder basketball. And I do want to tell you for your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast. The Locked On Now podcast, folks is a podcast that gives you insight and analysis and a recap from all the NBA games the night before from our local experts like myself. Listen to the Lockdown Now podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or even watch it on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel. Folks, go check out uh, the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel for not only the Lockdown Podcast uh, Network of NBA shows, and specifically Lockdown NBA, which is our national show covering the entire association, but especially for the Lockdown Now podcast so you can hear about every single game the night before because, folks, it is impossible to watch every single game the night before, especially when the Thunder play. I mean, I'm crazy, and I have one, two, three, four, five, six screens in my office, so I, I do an all right job, but still, I want that finite detail that only our local experts can give me. So go check out the Lockdown Now podcast and Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. We're going to talk about SGA in this game, who struggled to start the game making only one shot in the first half. He went three for five from the floor in the third, where they really got it cooking a quarter in which he's been excellent at this season. And then, the, and then the fourth goes one for four, 19 points, five assists, two rebounds, four turnovers, 33% from the floor and from deep seven for seven at the line. This game goes as SGA goes. And uh, when he made that, Great run in the third quarter. The team was looking all right. Whenever he fell off in the first quarter, second quarter, it struggled. Uh, The second quarter was really led by the bench unit, which did a really good job in there, like Kenny Hustle, who we're going to talk about later on. But this team goes as SGA goes. And SGA is not going to be that uh, all-star caliber player, which he was not against Minnesota Wednesday, this team's going to struggle. They just start going to struggle. I I think that uh, these games will be few and far between for SGA, but not a good one from him uh, in this game against Minnesota. Josh Giddey. 14 points, 15 rebounds, six assists, a steal, six turnovers, 54% from the floor, two for four from deep. Really good night from him. Uh, even got a steal defensively. Uh, you look at this, 14 points, 15 uh, 15 rebounds, six assists, uh, on triple-double watch kind of the whole night, really. Uh, but the big issue is the six turnovers. I mean, that that's the only issue where if you could extrapolate those six turnovers and take them away, and make it down to zero or two or where he's been hovering at around three, uh, this is a fantastic night, 54% from the floor, two for four from deep, a fantastic shooting night for him. Uh, th- everything was right about this game for Josh Giddy besides the turnovers. And when you really look at the turnover, one turnover was a throw away from the floor. Whenever he got a rebound and got wrestled down to the deck and he just kind of threw it, threw it up and nobody was home. So it was a turnover. One turnover was kind of a wacky, uh, here's a loose ball. I'm gonna try to throw it behind my head and see what happens, which if it connects, we're all uh, drooling. And if it doesn't, it goes for turnover. It's a bad stat in the stat sheet, but you know, that's kind of the gamble, right? It's kind of like having a quarterback uh, like an Aaron Rodgers type where you're going to gunsling it all over the all over the field. If he throws a pick, he throws a pick, right? If Patrick Mahomes is going to roll out and loop-de-loop around in the backfield and then throw a pick across the spot with his left hand and throws a pick, okay. But the next time he does it, he'll probably throw a touchdown. So that's the same thing with Josh Giddey here. If he throws a turnover and you got to live with a six turnover night here and then for the next month, he'll be down to about three turnovers a game, You live with it. You live with it because of the immaculate things he can do while passing the basketball. Uh, and, and then one, he got it stripped from him as he was trying to make a swing pass on the perimeter. Uh, one was a dump off pass that Poku was not really ready for. Uh, one was a pass that he just telegraphed, right? Like there's a back door. There's a guy cutting back door. Josh Giddy was staring him down the whole way. Josh Giddy tried to get to him and the NBA defense was quick enough to react to it and take it away. That stuff is going to happen, right? That's just going to happen folks. And so a lot of these turnovers were explainable and were just kind of like, eh, turnovers. So it's still good to see Josh Giddy play at the level that he did. And I think that tonight, whenever we do our MVP award, it's going to be between Josh Giddy and Kenny Hustle. I think that with Josh Giddey, it's the six turnovers that really hurt his cause because other than that, he had a flawless game. He had a fantastic game one of his better games this year, and he's recorded the uh, triple-double already, where he's the youngest player to ever have a triple-double uh, in NBA history. I think that that's kind of the coolest thing to win. By the way, I saw this, you know, I, I saw this point, I believe it was Tass Mellis on no dunks. Or it might've been J.E. Skeets. One of the two had said that, you know, it's the it's the rare thing you can do where the guy previous to you can't outdo you, right? LaMelo Ball now is just stuck. He, he can never get that title back. Now, somebody younger than Josh Giddy could eventually come along and, and beat Josh Giddy for that title of the youngest player to get a triple level. But, but LaMelo Ball specifically can never get it, get it back. Most of the time, whenever you're having two active players, uh, and they each get an award, you can also steal it back from the other person like an MVP. So, you, you know, Giannis can try to go and get the MVP back from Jokic this season uh, as he plays particularly well for Milwaukee. But this is the rare scenario where you're just kind of stuck. You can never get it back. It's kind of an interesting feat to accomplish for uh, Josh Giddey. Giddey played very well in this one. Uh, explainable on those turnovers. And he's a young player, so you kind of expect them uh, on the ebbs and flows of any given night. Coming up, though, we're going to talk about Aaron Wiggins and JRE, as well as Darius Baisley, and the veterans Muscala and Kenny Hustle, as well as wrap up the game with our bet of the day and Moneyball pick and MVP pick of the game. All that and more is coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. What I do want to say right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. That's right, folks. It tastes just like a candy bar. You will want to. Uh, Check it out at your earliest convenience because they have so many amazing offers uh, for you. It's the new year. And so everyone wants to make a a healthy choice this year. Everybody wants to make those new resolutions and you want to be eating right and eating healthier. Well, Built Bar is very healthy for you. It tastes like a candy bar. And in fact, maybe better than a candy bar, but it makes it easy to stick to your resolutions because it's good for you and it tastes good. Unlike other protein bars that you've had before that are chalky, or waxy or taste like they've been just dipped in a ton of chemicals. Unlike those other protein bars, this one's healthy and actually good. So you do not get bored of it because by week three, typically in these diets, you're just thinking about where the chocolate's at. I got news for you folks. Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. Most built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen of net carbs. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes around the house, the pantry, in your office, in your car, wherever they're at, throw them all away. They're all just chock full of sugar and calories. Get them all out of here. Replace them with built bars. Whenever you're craving a snack or a treat or a meal replacement, you can just reach for a built bar. It's healthy and it tastes incredible. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, remember diets have to battle. So help out that cause with a built bar. There are so many flavors to choose from, like coconut almond. Peanut butter, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint and brownie, and many more. In fact, Bilt Bar is always coming up with new limited time only flavors. So check out Bilt.com uh, and see what they have that's brand new. So, Bilt.com, promo code uh, LOCK15, 15% off your next order, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-ThunderPod. For your next listen, go check out the Lockdown Bets podcast. Lockdown Bets is helping you bet on sports with our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Helping you win money. They're giving you winners every single day for free. So it's really free money given out on the Locked On Podcast Network, courtesy of our good friends over at the Locked On Bets Podcast. So go check them out whenever we're done here talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's start now talking about Aaron Wiggins, who scores again in double figures, but goes 0 for five from three point land, five for 13 from the floor. You take away those five threes, he shot pretty well. Three rebounds, an assist, a steal. He did have the three fouls, We played really good defense tonight against Minnesota. And so we move on to JRE, who had a nice seven-point adding, two blocks, a steal, and assist, two rebounds, 40% from the floor. A good night back from him uh, from the COVID protocols. You could tell his legs weren't particularly under him, but still impacted the game in a positive way. One player who was pretty eh or struggled a bit out of that COVID protocol was Darius Basley. 10 points on 12 shots, 0 for 4 from 3, seven rebounds, an assist, a block, a, a, a steal, two turnovers, two fouls, including... What was the game stealing foul on Pat Bev as a jump shooter. Look, I know that it's easy to pile on Darius Baisley to use him as a scapegoat to criticize his game as kind of an easy target because Hey, everyone else is doing it right. But I do want to reserve some judgment on Jerry Trey Mann, Darius Baisley, these players that came back from long COVID laughs. Trey man did not play particularly well in this game. Uh, You know, but, Nobody really cares because everyone likes But Whenever people don't like theirs Baisley, well, it's the end of the world. Everybody doesn't play well out of COVID protocols. Look, sure, he hasn't played well at all, offensively at all this year. So there's no real excuse for his offense in the sense of there's no real hope that this was a COVID thing and he could snap out of it. But he did not play his best defense uh, on Wednesday. He just didn't. And that is where he's been elite. I mean, truly elite for his position, according to cleantheglass.com, uh, this entire season. So I think that that comes around more on Friday. That comes around more on Sunday. That comes around more next week. Uh, that's for sure. So it'll be a better game for him. But again, he struggled mindily in this game. Whenever you can't play well offensively and then make some critical mistakes defensively as well in rotations and on that foul, that really ended the game. But the veterans played well today. Again, no Derek Favors because of the back injury. But Muscala goes for nine points, two steals, an assist, four rebounds. and had three blocks. was really a present down low, which was a pleasant surprise for the Thunder Uh, presence for him in the post as the Wolves try to attack the rim. Uh, The the blocks, you could tell, really sparked the team. You could tell that Scarlett kind of putting his body on the line a little bit uh, really energized the team whenever they were trying to get back into this one. And then Kenny Hustle. He's incredible. Every night he's incredible. Ten points, two assists, four steals, nine rebounds, 50% from the floor. Everyone should want him in a month. When the trade deadline was around, every team should want him. Every team, no matter your team scenario, no matter your team direction, no matter your win-loss record, no matter your playoff seeding, every team in the NBA should call Sam Presti about Kenny Hustle. And Sam Presti has a very hard decision to make, and we'll see what he elects to do. Does he want to field calls? Does he want to try to trade him away and try to get another draft pick or maybe get a flyer young player? Or does he want to see if, hey, we're the organization that took a shot on Kenny Hustle, who was thrown in on that Stephen Adams deal? as a nothing piece, as a giveaway uh, cut candidate. And now he's a hot commodity. Maybe that maybe that earns and curries some favor with the agency of Kenny Hustle and the Thunder to get a hometown discount type of deal done. It's where he's comfortable. It's a city he's comfortable in, right? He's not a big city guy. He's talked to us about that many a times over the years, over these last two years uh, in our media availabilities with him. Uh, he's been saying how he loves living here in Oklahoma City. And how he loves the community and everything like that. Maybe you hold on to him; it doesn't bite you because while he's very, while he's very in demand, and while there will be contending teams calling on him that can get him on a contender earlier than the Thunder can, maybe he feels like he can you know kind of compelled or, or kind of like he wants to be more comfortable than go win a championship immediately, and kind of wants to see it through with the Thunder, who can build a championship contender, but might need two years or three more years to do so. It's an interesting decision, and it's one that um, I don't envy uh, Sam Presti making. Right there's a lot of parts of Sam Presti's job that I envy, and that I want. The decision about if you should trade Kenneth Williams or not trade Kenneth Williams is one that I do not want. It's one that uh, I can explain either side of. If you if you if you brought me into Fox Sports One and sat me down on the set of undisputed and said, okay, for some reason we're going to talk Kenneth Williams, should Sam Presti trade him or not, and you gave me my you know assigned. Argument, which is what they do on un- undisputed, you mean my assigned argument? No matter what that piece of paper said, I could do it. I could say that you should keep them. I should say that you should, that you should trade them. And those decisions, those type of calls that a GM has to make, are the hardest call, call in sports and are the calls that we're going to forget about in 10 years. Whenever we look back and say, How'd you trade Kenny Hustle? Well, at the time, you know, going back at the time that he had to make the move, we were saying it go either way. So it's interesting. Again, it's one that whenever you can argue something both ways, you really just shrug your shoulders and hope that you make the right decision and hope that you pick the right destination on the fork in the road. Uh, let me know what you would do with Kenny Hustle in the comment section below uh, and on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. Uh, But he played really well tonight. The day was the Thunder plus nine. It did not look good for the majority of this game, but it did cash in. Thunder plus nine cashed in. Moneyball pick was SGA. That also uh, was able to cash in in this game. And then the MVP pick, I told you, between Giddy and Kenny Hustle, I'm going to go ahead and give it to Kenny Hustle. I think that we're going to have many a time to give it back to uh, Josh Getty throughout the next couple of years and the next couple of months here. But I'll give it to Kenny Hustle today for the spark he gave in the second quarter to really claw this team back into it and make this not a dead of a game where they lose by 40 points or something like that. So credit to the Thunder for this game. They play the Wolves again Friday night. So we'll be back to recap that game on Saturday morning. Uh, Until then, be good and be good to one another. This has been the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.